we are here again to continue our Bible study. Uh, as usual, we we'll pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for the opportunity you granted us to, to, to come together and read your word. And Father, we we'll pray as usual uh, that your angels, our ministering spirit, will watch over us always and deliver us from evil. In Jesus' name, Amen. Today we're going to be reading about Daniel in Lion's Den. The other day we read about uh, Daniel's friend in the fiery furnace. Today is Daniel's turn. On the very night that he has seen the fingers of a human handwriting on the wall of Banquet Hall, Belshazzar was killed. The new ruler of Babylon was Darius the Mede. Darius made Daniel one of the three officials who supervised the governors of the land. Daniel was such a good supervisor that Darius was thinking about putting him over the whole kingdom. But the other officials were jealous. They tried to find some fault with Daniel. But they couldn't because he was an honest man and a good worker. They decided to get him into trouble. These jealous officials went to the king and said, We think you should order that no one can pray to any god or any man except the king for 30 days. Anyone who disobeys should be killed. When Daniel learned that Darius had signed this order. He went home. He knelt at a window that faced Jerusalem. Then just as he had always done, three times a day, he prayed to the Lord. Daniel's enemies saw him praying at his window. They went straight to the king and said, Daniel does not respect or obey the king's orders. He still prays three times every day. They insisted that Daniel be punished. The king was quite upset and tried to think of a way to save Daniel. The king's order cannot be changed, they reminded him. So Darius ordered Daniel thrown into the lion's den. But he said to Daniel, I hope your God rescues you. Then they put a stone over the opening and seal it so no one could help Daniel. That evening, the king was so worried about Daniel that he wanted no food or entertainment. He couldn't sleep at dawn. He ran to the den and cried, Daniel, was your God able to save you? And Daniel answered. He said, God sent his angel to shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me. God saved me because he knows that I have done the king no wrong. The king had Daniel pulled out of the lion's den. Then the jealous officials who had accused Daniel were thrown in. The lions immediately leaped on them and killed them. Afterwards, Darius wrote a letter to all his subjects. Everyone must show respect to the God of Daniel. 
His God is His God is a God who rescued and saves. He blessed. He has saved Daniel from the lion. So, uh, as usual, we ask ourselves, what do we learn from this story? Again, this is another uh, uh, a trial or test for Daniel. And the Lord proved himself faithful by rescuing him and delivering him from the lions. So the lion couldn't kill Daniel because God has sent his angel to, to protect Daniel. So just like he did for Daniel's friend, we can see here that our God is a faithful God. Our God is ever-present help to, to deliver and to rescue us in time of trouble. So again, we should never be afraid of situation, circumstance, and we should never compromise because we know our God is always there. He's a very present help and he will always help us, he will always deliver us. So, and when we stand up for God, just like Daniel and his three friends did, we know that the name of the Lord is glorified. We can see here that uh, Darius, King Darius, made an announcement just like Nebuchadnezzar did and said, everybody should honor, respect, and worship Daniel's uh, God. I pray that we'll be able to stand in our time too and declare that our God, you know, 